This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker a little bit later here this morning. Matt Mayoko couldn't go at 730. He could go at 8. We talked a lot about the NFC Championship game earlier on in the show. Uh, by the way, quick note, Seahawks fan are chiming in. They are in agreement with your assessment about what they want this offseason. They don't want the retread, They don't, they don't want the retread. Okay. Stay right. away from I the retread. I put up a poll question. Does Dan Quinn is the coach? Chip Kelly is the OC. Is it do it for you if you're a Seahawks fan? So you can go vote on that. At Dirt and Spring on Twitter. Let's get to Matt Mayoko before the NFC title game. Matt Mayoko, NBCS on Twitter. One of the best out there covering the 49ers and a good friend of the show here. Matt, good morning to you. I... You have followed this team and covered this team for a long time. You've been around Brock Purdy his entire career now, coming out of nowhere to get to where he is. What just what have you made of the national discourse around him and the way that I I guess the national media has treated him after that win over Green Bay this weekend? Yeah, I don't really get it. <laughs> I don't understand. It seems like uh I don't know, are they saying the same thing about Jordan Love? They aren't, are they? No. Yeah, and, and I mean Brock Purdy did more to enable his team to win than than the losing quarterback. That's for sure. You know, Brock Purdy didn't make uh, a couple of uh, mistakes. You know, bad throws that led to interceptions, including one. You know that that when the team was trying to move down the field to tie the game. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, it could be. I don't know. It, it maybe just where where he entered the league as a seventh round draft pick. Uh, makes people jealous, or I don't know. It's, it's, I know I, I have no idea. Maybe people are like, "Oh, I, I, I didn't never heard of Brock Purdy before he got to the NFL." Um, so it makes me look bad for not knowing who he was. So I'm just gonna 
ride with the theory that he he's not very good. Now, I mean, all that said, he didn't play very well Saturday night, but yeah. everybody knows that. But man, I mean, when when he had to, you know, he made he made some of the plays of the game. He he did more with his legs than than Jordan Love did, and and frankly, he did more with his arm than than Jordan Love did. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Um, if you're around him, it, it's really hard to come up with anything negative about him because he's such a uh, he just handles himself so well, and you know, his, from day one, his teammates um, respected him and, and really, really love him. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, ha- I have no idea why uh, he, he doesn't seem to get the, the credit he deserves because fans, uh, coaches, and players voted him as the the starting quarterback in the NFC. So, the the people who know, I guess. They're the ones who know. <laughs> you know, uh, Matt, we played your clip on your 49er overreaction video about is the play calling actually a liability for the Niners? And and we played the audio of you kind of walking through it and, and why you kind of feel it's a valid thing to, to be thinking about this week. And we saw that horrific clock management at the end of the first half against Green Bay a week ago. I... He's such an interesting guy because you can't really argue much against him. The record speaks for itself. When his quarterback is healthy, they are the lead contender in the NFC, if not right in that conversation. They get to this point almost every single season when they're healthy, and yet we all kind of are seeing the same little warts. So, like, we know he's great. He knows his offense. I want to ask you, you've been covering him a while. What what does he just like to cover? Like, what have you learned about Kyle Shannon? Let's – Let's get away from the X's and O's. We know all that. He's brilliant. He grew up in it. But, like, what have you learned about Kyle Shanahan from covering him day in and day out? You had a fun exchange, I thought, in the postgame about the throws. What's he like? What have you learned about Kyle Shanahan? Oh, I mean, I, he's he's great to cover. I mean, I've, I've been doing this a long time. and He's, I'd say, far and away uh, the best coach to cover. I mean, he's honest. Um, he's, he's real. Um, he will often, you know, he, he gives you good answers. Um, uh, yeah, he and I have had some, some back and forth through the years, but, um, I, I, I think that we, we have a really good rapport, good relationship. So, um, I, I like everything about him. I think he's a great coach. You know, that, that overreaction piece, you know, can his play calling become a liability, I mean, there are times, you know, when things, you know, when the Fortnite's offense doesn't click. And, you know, is that his play calling? Is it his, you know, is it just the the, the execution? Um, I mean, let's face it. I mean, they, they got a lot of weapons on offense. And when they're rolling, man, they are rolling. Um, and, I mean, it kind of goes chicken and egg a little bit. I mean, when the – when the offense is, is moving the change and, and he's dialing it up, I mean, it's just there are times where they just seem unstoppable. But other times, you know, such as the third quarter of that game and uh, the first possession, I guess, where, where things aren't clicking, it's kind of tough to pinpoint why it's not happening. But, you know, for for as great as that offense can be with, with him calling the plays, there are times when things do get bogged down a little bit and, and it doesn't seem smooth and, and it doesn't flow. So, you know, is that his play calling? It, is it, um, you know, he's got a tough tough uh, challenge as the, the play designer and the play caller because 
you know, there are so many different mouths to feed, right? I mean, you know, whenever he, whenever he gets the the ball to Christian McCaffrey, you know, people are like, boy, what he's giving the ball to McCaffrey too much. Why doesn't he get Elijah Mitchell in there? <laughs> and then when, when he's not, you know, it's like, well, what's he doing? He should be feeding the ball to Christian McCaffrey. What's going on? So, you know, when, when things aren't going well, it's easy to, to look at the play caller and probably more so with the four errors than any other team, just because there are so many different options and people will always say, well, you know, this is what they were doing and it wasn't working. Why weren't they doing this instead? This guy is a, a great playmaker too. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to keep everybody happy. A Matt, victim of your own success. Exactly. Matt Mayoko, yeah. our guest, NBC Sports Bay Area, at Mayoko NBCS on Twitter. Um, on that note, we know this offense is just slightly different when Debo's not out there. He's such a difference maker, ability to run it and catch it. What are we hearing about him, and how are they feeling about him this weekend? Well, we'll probably know a little bit more today to see if he's out there. I, I can't imagine they'll be practicing today. Uh, the fact that nothing is fractured with the shoulder, obviously a good sign. Uh, to me, that means that it's more a pain management thing. So that being said, man, it's it's difficult to imagine him not being out there. But, you know, it was enough to keep him out of most of the game, all but nine snaps of the Saturday night game. So we'll see. But I think we'll have a better idea uh, today. The team's uh, scheduled to take the field, I think, around 1 o'clock for practice. So, uh, like, like I said, I would not expect him to be out there. Uh, but it's basically, you know, how he wakes up today and feels is feeling better than, than the arrows pointing up. If not, you know, we're, it's going to be a, a anxious few days here uh, <laughs> yeah. before the team determines, you know, if he's a full go for Sunday or not. What's the matchup for you, Matt? I, I think a lot of people um, feel that the matchup is in the Niners' advantage here. But if we're looking at things, and, and I know you've looked into the Lions, you've probably seen some Lions stuff when you're not covering the Niner game, what is the matchup for you that you're kind of circling going, can De- can Detroit expose this for San Francisco to make this either uncomfortable or pull off an upset? Yeah, I, I would say that you know, when the Frayers have their nickel defense out there, um, you know, are they attacking? Are the Lions able to attack Ambry Thomas on the outside? Uh, the the 49ers run defense hasn't been good. It's basically the Lions offense against the 49ers defense, which is – kind of crazy to think of because it's been a, a defense-dominated team, the 49ers have been, and, and that's been the strength of the team. But the Lions run the ball really well. The 49ers' defense has not been great against the run here in the last month, month and a half. And so if the, the running game is successful for the Lions, that sets, sets up play action. Uh, the, the pass rush hasn't been getting home. And that you know could give Jared Goff enough time to to get the ball down the field and, and expose some stuff in the Fortnite's secondary that's that's been a weakness. So uh, really, I, I guess the key would be to stop the run, stop mm. the run, and to get pressure on the quarterback without bringing extra guys. Fortnite's don't like to blitz, and so if they have to start blitzing, that's not a good sign. But they need Chase Young to to get home on the other side and. And Nick Bosa will will get the double teams and he'll get his pressures, but they got to get some hits on Jared Goff and make him uncomfortable. I don't know if fallout's the right word, Matt, but is is there any sort of overreaction you think from the organization if they are to lose this weekend? I don't even really, I don't know, quarterback, head coach. Um, Do you think there's anything that comes from it? I don't think so. I mean, they just signed, you know, head coach and and general manager to contract extensions in the, uh, you know, right as the, the season opened. I mean, this has been a, a good team for a long time. The, the organization is running very smoothly. 
Uh, sure, there'll be tons of disappointment. Uh, there'll be some roster turnover, but I just can't imagine that they would, you know, do anything drastic. I mean, it's, I think that, I think the locker room would, would not react well to that. So, no, I don't think there's anything. Um, I mean, there's pressure on the team, no, no question about it, because of the roster that they've put together. But, you know, they got one of the, I think objectively, they have one of the better coaches in the NFL. I'd say, you know, maybe not so objectively, they have, um, well, yeah, objectively, they have the one of the best rosters in the NFL. So, kind um, of see how this thing goes, but uh, no, I, I would not expect them to, to do anything dramatic and, and tear it up and, and go in a different direction if they lose this game. It's not a Niner-based question, Matt, but uh, here mm-hmm. out locally, we follow Justin Herbert rather closely. He's a former Oregon Duck, and the Chargers are looking for a coach. Reportedly, Harbaugh is like at the one-yard line. Uh, we're assuming they're going to sign Harbaugh. That's felt like a done deal since like college football was not even done yet. Uh, can you share any interesting experience that you had covering oh Jim Harbaugh? Cause we honestly, Matt, we think he's a great coach. That's you can't refute it. We also acknowledge he's kind of a big weirdo and I don't know how yeah. Justin Herbert's going to react with some of that stuff. What was an experience you had where you kind of walked away and you went, what, what was that? What just happened here? Oh, my gosh. How much time do we have? Go as long as you <laughs> yeah. want if you're going to give us a good one. Well, one of my favorite Harbaugh stories is uh, the offseason. They're moving Alex Boone, who was like, you know, he's a tall, tall guy. He was an offensive tackle. They were moving him to guard. And my question to Harbaugh was, um, and just I think I'd just been talking to Boone the day before, and asking him about this part of it. And I said, Hey, is there any, uh, you know, is there any issue or anything with moving a guy who's six foot eight into guard, you know, for the quarterback seeing over him or, you know, something like that. And, and Harbaugh, as soon as I said, six foot eight, Harbaugh said, you think he's six foot eight? And I go, I, I don't know. I've never measured him, but I think he's six foot eight. He just told me yesterday he's six foot eight. He's like, I don't think he's six foot eight. I think he's six foot seven. I go, okay. But anyway, the question he goes, huh, let's let's bet. Let's bet. If you think he's six foot eight, I think he's six foot seven. Let's bet on this. And I was like, oh, okay, let's bet. What do you want to bet? And I was like, I don't know. And somebody says, uh, bet $5. And he goes, okay, $5. And he sticks his hand out, shakes my hand. Well, then we go into the locker room. And I was, I think I went over and I was talking to somebody else in the locker room. And apparently Harbaugh marches up to Alex Spoon. And grabs him and says, come on, I want to measure you. And he puts him up against the wall, has this ruler, puts it on there, and it's he's six foot eight. So then someone else who saw it said, hey, you won the bet. I just saw Harbaugh measure Alex Spoon. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So the next day, Harbaugh doesn't say anything to me. But then I say, hey, by the way, I heard I won the bet. And he goes, well, what are you talking about? I heard you measured Alex Boone, and he's six foot eight. And he goes, well, no, that's not right because I had a ruler and the ruler was kind of pointing up because I was coming in from that (laughs) angle. So I don't know that he was six foot eight or not. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? You're even competing on whether Alex Boone is six foot seven or six foot eight. And so then later someone who works really close with him, I said, I can't believe Harbaugh. He's like, he's, you know, refusing to, uh, to acknowledge that, that I won the bet. And he goes, 
you know how you lose a bet to Jim Harbaugh? And I said, how's that? He goes, you win the bet against John Harbaugh. He will hold it against you forever. <laughs> wow. And, and he almost breaks your hand yeah. shaking it on the bet, right? Like he just grabs it like really intensely and almost breaks your hand on yeah. that bet shake, right? Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So, so that was when, when he said that it, it was inconclusive because the angle of the ruler was pointing up and therefore it wasn't an accurate read. That was the last he and I ever spoke of the $5 bet of how tall Alex Boone <laughs> couldn't pay off a if we $5 ever, bet. If we ever get Jim Harbaugh on the show, I'm going to say you owe Matt Mayoko $5 and he has not forgotten about <laughs> Alex it. Alex Boone is And six the eight. interest on that $5 has only gone up over the last year. I'm please. sure he remembers it, but if he does, he will, he will tell you. That no, that wasn't an accurate reading. It was inconclusive. The that least surprised so person about Connor Stallions being a story was probably Matt Mayoko. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy will do whatever it takes to win. Matt Mayoko, uh, NBC Sports Bay Area. Go give him a follow on Twitter at Mayoko NBCS. Thanks so much for the time, man. Enjoy covering another NFC Championship game. We always appreciate it, and hopefully, we can do it again soon. All right. Always my pleasure. Have a good weekend, guys. You too. Matt Mayoko. What a freaking weirdo. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, I, man. He's one on one. I know you and everybody else, and, and rightfully so, are all in on that if that happens. Harbaugh to the Chargers. I am holding a little reservation. He's been out of the NFL. He was at Michigan for eight seasons. Long which, time. Way longer than people thought. Yeah. He's a weirdo. And sometimes weirdos don't get more normal. They get more weird. He seems to be going in that direction. And, hey, welcome back to the NFL. A different sport than even when you coached it. Is your quarterback going to get along with this? I don't know, but he's definitely one of the more weirdo coaches I think we've had. I think it's what Brandon Staley will do it yet. Makes you desperate and you're willing to look past weirdness, and we'll see if the Chargers get that deal done today. It's never too early. That's next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, well, Statter Story coming up here in about 10 minutes. Moved it back. We knew we'd go a little long with Mayoko. Really good stuff from him on the NFC Championship game. I yeah, It was great stuff on that. I <laughs> God, that's a great Harbaugh story. What a freaking psycho. And he's that competitive that he can't even acknowledge. You're right. He's 6'8". Here's $5. Like, he can't even get himself to do that. I don't know about you. I, I, I understand that most of those athletes are hyper-competitive. I always do hate the label of, like, well, 
as if like their competitive nature is what separates them from you and I, and it's not the fact that oh they're six seven sure and can run like a gazelle. <laughs> right. If I was six six and could jump out of the gym, I'd be in the NBA too. Yeah, we used to work with somebody that had this. It was like, well, I'm more competitive than you. It's like, yeah. no, you're 6'5". Your hands are twice the size of both of mine. <laughs> yeah, you see, you let's see you make the NFL being born 5'7 and a half. I'm also really competitive, but, like, I also don't yeah. hold on to grudges and whatnot. Like, I hate those people. Harbaugh types that are, like, the ruler was bent weird. Ah, come on, it it's wasn't a straight ruler. It's $5, no. you loser. <laughs> it wasn't a straight ruler. I need a straight ruler. I need a tape measure before I pay off this bet. That's not, to me, <laughs> I know some people see that and go, that's what Jordan was like. Kobe had this. I think those are losers. Yeah, it's, a, it's you're you're messed up mentally. If and, you can't just acknowledge, oh, look at that, he's 6'8". Okay, here's $5. And at least we saw Jordan would lose a coin-flipping game to a security guard Get the shrug. And pay off, right? Yeah. Like, even Jordan would be like, okay, yeah, you beat me. <laughs> You're holding on to how the ruler's bent. You're a loser. I want nothing to do with you. I tend to agree with that stance. Do we want to talk about how Cole Beasley has issue with dudes painting their nails? Did you see that over the weekend? Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley, yeah. Uh, I did not see Cole oh, okay. Beasley. Who does he have a problem with painting their nails? He said, what's up with dudes painting their nails nowadays? That ain't it. <laughs> Why is that not it? It's just not it, man. Okay, it's not it. People aren't doing that. Hey, Cole Beasley. <laughs> people pointed out he had long hair. You and like, a lot okay of people. To have super long yeah, hair. Yeah, hair pole. What's like, okay? What's not okay? Yeah. What's you know? What's, what's masculine? What's Please feminine? Please let us know, yeah. Cole Beasley. What yeah. what applies here? Hey, Cole Beasley and anybody else like you. <laughs> why don't you care that like one in six children are starving and stop giving a crap about a grown man painting a nail? How about you care about real issues? <laughs> Because I'm tired of that section of the internet not caring about real things and pointing out the fact that a guy has his hands painted. This is what's wrong with society. God. You know what? I got to tell you right now, I don't know if I draft Caleb. What a loser. I wouldn't draft Caleb Williams number one overall. Nail painter. I mean, that's a red flag right there. Okay. Cause for concern. Can you trust that guy as a franchise quarterback? He Can paints the his nails. major league uh, catchers fraternity just go get in a little <laughs> yeah, gang and show up one. at his house? And... That's a good one. Yeah, they paint their nails. Yeah, uh, it's never too early to do this, and I want to throw it at you quickly because we're going to forget about this in the months to come. Yeah, uh, we have two weekends left of football. It's two really depressing. Two right? days left yeah. in our in our lives. Well, three not games. hopefully not our lives, but for a while it's going to feel like our lives. That's it. You got three games. Three two games. days left. That's all you got. Yeah. And then we're going to fast forward, and we're all going to move on, and it'll be March Madness and the Masters, and you get through all the other stuff. And then August will come, and what we'll be ex- we will be excited for? Hard Knocks is back. Every single year, it's uh, kind of the... No. Doesn't that's, do it at all for you anymore? That's becoming just radio fodder because people don't want to do in different segments. People don't care about that show anymore. Oh, well, I do. I love Hard Knocks. If I watch it every year. they change the production formula a little bit, but I think it's way too predictable. It's you, also like I mean, they it's the have, same show every year. It's here's show. the coach. Here's who's getting cut. Here's yeah. your well. They've gotten rid of that. Guy, they've like, gotten rid of that. They don't show cuts anymore on the TV. Oh, okay. Well, I, I enjoy watching it every year. Your three teams that could be on it this summer: the Bears, the Broncos, or the Saints. Oh, the Bears by far. It's got to be the Bears. Story. You think so? Bears are the story. It's not. A, it's not a contest. Number one overall pick or Justin Fields back for another year. Well, that, okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, and and it was only the first season. Wasn't a great little, hey, I'm back in the NFL, Sean Payton year, was it? No, not at all. I think it's very fair. What are they doing with Russ? Are they keeping him? Are they trading him? Are they drafting a guy? What the hell are you doing with that contract? I don't know. It's the first year of the new extension. I'm only bringing that up, and Bronco fan may hate that, but... Isn't it fair to kind of say, are we sure Harbaugh's going to be the slam dunk guy that he was in San Francisco? 
coaching a national championship in Michigan's great. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you still have it in the NFL. We, uh, we maybe this show in general as a whole, like everybody kind of thought Peyton to Denver with Russ was going to cook. It didn't cook. It fell flat on its face and stood up, and all their teeth were gone. They won games by playing defense and yeah. low scoring. Kind Peyton's of ugly offense, games. I like, didn't think, was very impressive. Even when people were touting numbers, it was like, yeah, they were a one half team. Yeah. So I, I just think it's fair to, like, if Sean Payton, who was only removed a couple years, is back and has such a failure of a season, it's such a slam dunk for people with Harbaugh at, yeah. at the Chargers. They're still the Chargers. It's a valid point. He's Char- been out of the NFL a long time. <laughs> Chargers have gotten a lot of things wrong. I will bo- if you pick the New Orleans Saints and give me Dennis Allen, I will boycott that show. I won't watch. Because it's kind of the launching point for football season for me. It's like, hey, August is here. Football's around the corner. It's not. I mean, it's not the best show in the world, but it just gets you excited for football. The wife likes it, so we watch it every year. If the Bears you give me will the, have the best storylines yes. of yes. any of those teams. I don't know anything about Eberflus, but it, there's, it's interesting. It's the Bears. It's what did you do? With, is it Caleb Williams? Is he there as a rookie? Like, that's fascinating to me. The Broncos, uh, you could sell me on a couple angles. Dennis Allen on my, like, no, thanks, man. I'm a, it's like the year they did Miami. Who was the, my, Philbin? Was that the Joe Miami? Philbin, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, picking up the trash around the field. That's what I view Dennis Allen as, and that would put me to sleep, and I would turn it off after two episodes. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to like make a personal attack at you. I know you love that show. I watched the Jets. I picked the Jets based off of the show. Oh, we get ex- every year. There's a hard knocks bump. My life, I don't have anybody that watches that show, hmm. and I don't have the most sports friends. But like, I feel like that show's just kind of. It's like. Uh, it's kind of like the Jersey Shore reunion shows now. It's, <laughs> We're still doing this. Yeah, they're there, but they're not the same as they once were. You're taking out more things that I did care about. And- cabs are here. Cabs are here. It's not the same, man. When you get old, it's just not the same. Uh, let's get to Statter Story coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at average, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and Sprague on 1080. Come on, do math. The fan. All right, Saturday story time. A little bit later than usual. Quick update, by the way. Uh, the Doc Rivers thing is official. Not that we necessarily doubted. Just nobody else had reported it yet. Outside yeah, what a weird report. CNN Sports, which doesn't exist. I don't know who <laughs> CNN Sports is, but they reported it last night. TNT ran with it, and now yeah. everybody else is uh, claiming it is. It is a done deal. A very lucrative contract for Doc Rivers to leave broadcasting and go be the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. If you're Doc Rivers. 
Life is good. Where's Doc Rivers now if he doesn't get the big three together in Boston? Just TV. Just TV? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he coached, he's been coached for a long time, man. That was a long time. Didn't ago. have a great reputation until that big three got assembled and was, they won the title. Wasn't great in Orlando. <clears throat> All right, what have we got, Swag? All right, full disclosure. Uh, this is uh, what would have been stat or story last week. Oh. At least the stories, the stats are updated. Still an okay. NFL playoff edition. Uh, but uh, but I was preoccupied uh, yesterday with uh, some makeup pilots basketball. Yeah. Uh, your first number is seven. Is it the number of times Patrick Mahomes has won a game as the starting quarterback for the Chiefs when they were a Vegas underdog? So there's two facets to that. How many times have they actually been underdogs? Been underdog, yeah. uh, regular season, playoffs, whatever, in his career. Or is it the number of ingredients in a traditional hot buttered rum batter, according to Liquor.com, as it was National Hot Buttered Rum Day? I mean, he's been a. This is his sixth full year as a starter. I don't think he's missed many games. So you're at. I mean, that's a lot of games to say he's only been. He wins it almost every game he plays. They've been like 12 or 13, 14 wins every year. It's insane to say out loud. He's six seasons as the full time starter. And I don't know if I can think of seven games yeah. in my head where he was a dog. I don't know if I can either. And I'm going to. I'm going I'm to be wrong. I'm going to go story. I'm I think it's st- higher than, than seven, though. Really? I'm going to give you the logic. I'm story. <laughs> uh, it is a story. Uh, eight. He's eight hey! and three. As outright as a dog. He's nine, one, and one Let's against go. the spread so as good. a dog. Let's go. Uh, 11. That was the part. 11 times he's been an underdog as the starting quarterback in six years. That's, That's it. it. That's all it is. Nuts. And he won again last week outright as an underdog. I think three of them were the first three games he ever started, like at the start of sure, his. Before you figured out how yeah. good he is and what that offense is with him. When, when Dirt said. I think it's going to be higher. I thought realistically you were going to go say four, four <laughs> times in six years. He's, he's four and zero as an underdog. That's all he's ever had. He's an uh, underdog so yeah. again this so, weekend. So uh, last Wednesday it was Nash. It, it was hot buttered rum day. Uh, appropriate last week with kind of the crap and the weather. Yeah. Uh, this is the the recipe: one pound of butter, one pound of brown sugar, one pound of sugar. Tablespoon of cinnamon, teaspoon of cloves, teaspoon of nutmeg, one quart of vanilla ice cream. That's how you make real traditional hot buttered rum batter. I don't know if I've ever had a hot buttered rum. How do you eat? I'm confused. It's a drink. It's a alcohol drink. Yeah. Yeah. So you get the batter. Uh... So you hot water, so you get tea kettle, hot water, yeah. boiling water, yeah. put the batter in, put a shot of rum in, a little nutmeg on top. It sounds like what Schultz gets every time at one of the coffee shops in that cup. That sounds yeah. about right. And then he comes, it's like 17 ounces. It is massive. I, I, I want to know his. it with rum, though? And probably. I, don't, I, don't I hope not, but. <laughs> Schultz into this stuff, man. It's a lot of sugar in those drinks. A lot yes. of sugar in those. I've never had one before. It's like a dessert drink. It's a holiday sort of thing. Sounds so. delightful for an icy day, to your point. Sounds exactly. Very tasty. So next, you know, in a few weeks when you're sitting there and we get that February snow, you're sitting there with you said a, a pound of butter, and I think well, I heard you say batter. sugar twice. Yeah, for the entire batch. Yeah, man. Well, that's Not a in big one giant batch, and then yeah. you take like a big heaping spoonful, put it in the boiling water. Quickly, and it- you know what we're doing for <laughs> gifts this year? Well, I probably shouldn't say this out loud. Uh, we are homemaking vanilla extract. I figured out how to do it. For, like, Christmas gifts? Yes. Do you have a... How? We just got our vanilla stocks uh, in the mail. There you You, go. All you do is you fill up a bottle of brandy or vodka. Yes. And you throw, like, four sticks in there, and you put it in your pantry. It's got to be in the dark. And you leave it in there for six months. 
And yeah, that's homemade it. vanilla extract. That's all it there is. Oh, okay. Uh, your next number is 93. 93. Is it Lamar Jackson's average yards rushing per game in his five previous NFL playoff games? Postseason. This is counting this last weekend. Yes. Rushing yards per game. Or is it the number of years ago the United States prohibition laws went into effect? Oh, you would know this. As it was uh, National Bootleggers Day. Oh, my God. I feel like you did a paper on this topic. <laughs> you did? 93. What year would that be? So that would be, what, 30? 30... <laughs> 30... Well, 24 gets us to 2,000. 37 or something like that. Oh, Colin's coming 40? up in 20 minutes. This is a stat. This is a stat. <laughs> I think it had to have been earlier. <laughs> Give me time here. I'm not good at math. What, what's the math on that? Uh, 1931. Oh, God. Wasn't it before that? 93? Are you sure about that? That was 93 years ago? 20, I guess that makes sense, yeah. Minus 93. I want to say it was before that. I want to say it was late 20s. I do, too. When it went into I think effect. it was the 20s. Stat. I'm going to go stat. Yeah! Yeah! 93.4 yards. He's rushed for 467 yeah, yards. Yeah, get to the store. I want to know. I mean, he had 100 this weekend. Remember, he had that big Tennessee game a couple years ago, too. He's ran really well. In the Guy play. that's fast, uses yeah. legs. We know. Okay. What year uh, are we looking at? January 17th, 1920. Yay! Prohibition laws went into effect. They yes. were repealed in 1933. Can you imagine going 13 years without being able to legally drink booze? Well, we're a pretty dumb country. Most states still <laughs> ban weed. So, yes, I can. I can. I can imagine. The temperance movement, man. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, your final number, 1775. Can we call booze hooch again? I want to bring that You back. want some hooch? Yeah. You got some hooch? Would you drink more if it was called hooch? No, but no. I'm <laughs> being cold and somebody handed me a flask going, give, give me some hooch. A little hooch. Yeah. 1775, is it the career postseason passing yards for Lions quarterback Jared Goff? Or is it the year Benjamin Franklin discovered and named the Gulf Stream <laughs> as history. it was Benjamin Franklin Day? <laughs> I 1775. 1775. Career passing yards in the playoffs for Jared Goff. Playoff postseason passing yards for Jared Goff. I watched a Ben Franklin documentary on PBS last year. He did some stuff. He was a freaky cat, man. Oh, well, well, they, there was this that, is but one he... thing they didn't even talk about was this. This was the only thing they didn't. They talked about five yeah, vocals. Night, you think about they it. talked about his sexcapades, his yeah. child, like, going against him in the revolution. He loved French women. Oh, he he loved French women. He would drink oui, the oui. bath water. <laughs> ben Franklin <laughs> got dirty. Um, I'm going. 17-7. Finals. I'm going stat. I'm trying to think. I mean, he went on the they the Rams went on a couple of playoff runs. Went to a Super Bowl. Obviously, the Super Bowl like was story, ugly. Actually, no, I'm thinking. I'm about gonna it. go story. Yeah, because the Super Bowl was awful. I and mean, I'm not giving you an answer, higher or lower. I'm just gonna go story. God, I can't I'm believe I'm gonna follow you. It's probably one of the dumbest things I do. Don't change your answer. I'm gonna be wrong. You know. I'm okay, gonna be I'll wrong. do stat. I'll do stat. It's a story. Yeah. That seemed right. Uh, including last week, Jared Goff now 1864 oh, career okay. postseason passing yards. I thought he it'd went be like lower. three or four years in a row with the Rams. Yeah, you're he right. Made a couple of runs there. He had some good games in there too. So yeah. So I've... Ben Franklin discovered the Gulf Stream in 1775. And uh, it says this discovery helped cut two weeks off of the sailing time to get from Europe to North America. Mm. So he figured out how the winds and the currents and whatever back in 1775. 
Um, he invented the Franklin stove in 1740, so provided more heat, same time using less fuel. It's really cool if you guys ever go to Philly to not only just see all the, ben the Franklin Museum the, or Institute. Oh yeah, or you can go up to his gravesite too and see his gravesite. We no, are. Uh, it's really really cool trip. We as a family, we haven't done it yet, but we're kind of working on an East Coast trip in June. Philadelphia is a cool New city. York, really Philly, cool Boston. City. The old cobblestone roads and stuff that have been around for hundreds of years. Yep. Like it's just if you're Boston's into history, amazing. it's a lot of fun. You need almost like a week per city if you want to get to some of those things. Catch a ball game while you're out there too. Would you pay 29.99 to watch a Ben Franklin orgy? How many women are involved? 7. Yeah. He was into, like, large groups of entertainment. I want to see what he's got going on. I also kind of want to see, like, what are they all doing with Take each other? Take some notes. Like, what? were they just after Ben Franklin because he was Ben Franklin? Or did Ben Franklin, did he know his way around? How big were those bushes? You know? Good with the toolkit. Big, big hedges. Oh, for sure. You imagine how bad they smelled, too? Oh, Ben Franklin? 1700s? How many times did they bathe? Dude. Rarely. Like I'm saying, he used to drink their bath water. <laughs> he got down with the freak stuff. And we give Rex Ryan a hard time. What's wrong with us? Huh? Uh, all great men are weirdos. Yeah, we're all weird. Isn't man. that what they say? Uh, there you go. Ben Franklin into nasty stuff. And I went 3-0. and That's a first. It will never happen again. And I just want to acknowledge that. So it felt good. Uh, let's close it up. Get you set for your Wednesday. The Blazers are back in action. A unique thing on the PGA Tour. Close it up next on The Fam. Well, doing some research in the commercial break, I found out, did you know the Houston Rockets are not that bad this year? They're a nice little play-in type team. They're two games below 500. Portland's in Houston tonight on a second of a back-to-back. We'll see if Chance gets tossed again with five seconds to go. They're ten and a half point dogs. Can I ask you this? Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> Was that the best coaching of the year that Chauncey Billups displayed at the end of that game, getting ejected? Yeah, it was. It accomplished two things. He shows that he had a pulse, and he exi- he's like, hey, they're there, hello. And it led to a loss, which is what you want. Uh, do we... Uh, do we keep holstering till after football season and keep monitoring and then talk about what DeAndre Ayton is not doing at all? I mean, it's a lingering thing night in and night out. Dominating? He had five and four last night or whatever the hell it was. There was an article that came out that both you and I saw, and I don't know when the quote was given or when the interview was done, and it's you always got to be careful with stuff on social media. It's a paywall article, too. So, yeah. like, yeah, to your point, I don't know when this quote was said or how accurate it is. Could have been done in Phoenix because he hasn't signed a new contract yet, but when he, he was asked about, you know, do you living up to the contract and you know playing to your potential and all that he just his answer was i'm a max player and i'm going to continue to be a max player that's his thought process he's been outplayed by nurkic that's the fear i think with a lot of guys and i mean this is every sport like you know who i was thinking about the other day i was reminded of because he was in the news do you know anthony rendon is like one of the six highest paid players in major league baseball history i i know yeah i saw this (laughs) quote and honestly he's right but he's probably not the player to say it because he can't stay healthy he hasn't played more than like 30 games since he signed a 800 billion dollar deal with the angels he's still there and he's advocating for the season to be shortened and it's like that's the fear of paying guys in free agency it's Mm -hmm. not all his fault he hasn't been able to stay healthy but you still don't know what you're gonna get like that's the fear in the nba man you give this guy 200 million dollars fully guaranteed if I gave you that much, if I gave you $30 million a year fully guaranteed, yeah, whether I you mean, work hard or not, yeah. it's not you'd think like I, I would still have that sense of urgency. It's right. not a given with every guy. Yeah, some guys view it as like a blessing and then also motivation and a lot of, to not live just, up to it. Not yeah. just Aiden. There's a lot of athletes. They get that paycheck and it's, I can settle a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I made I'm it. I'm taken care of. Yeah.
Uh, it's unfortunate that we got the guy that it appears that like he's more just happy. He got paid. I'm good. <laughs> Let me sell some dominating merch. <laughs> it's, he's supposed to be. This is the disappointing part. Yes, they don't have a win-loss expectation. He's supposed to be one of the bright things. The cornerstones of your future. About your future. Yep. And he looks like a guy that I don't I don't really care what they do. If they trade him, I'm a little concerned. I want to see something. I've seen nothing. Uh, I'm, I'm too skittish. Anybody touching that game tonight? Ten and a half? There's 30 players that average at least a block <laughs> or more a game. He's not one of them. He doesn't even average a block a game. That'll do it for I'm us. I'm staying away. All right. Fade, fade the Blazers tonight. Stay away. Uh, Matt Mayoko was our guest today. Go check that Service Patriots podcast, 1080thefan.com. After it's spreading at 1080thefan. Thanks, everybody, watching on YouTube. Make, to, make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. Listening to 1080thefan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.